Welcome to another inspiring podcast from C3 New Hope. For more information about our church and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au. espresso uh, version of the service here today. Actually, Nick, do you want to skip a couple of those verses and why don't you just go to Luke chapter 2, verses 8. We'll start there today. I said to you beforehand that we are going to take some time in the Christmas story and today might become a bit of an introductory <laughs> message in today. Now, again, I want to just hang in the Christmas story because it is a powerful story. It talks about the good news of Jesus Christ coming into our world. Again, I want us to be reminded of this. I want us to be reminded of the fact that Jesus came into the world for you and I. That He was prophesied 700 years beforehand by a prophet named Isaiah in chapter 9, verses 6. And there's a prophecy that speaks of that we are a child born into our world. And He will not just be any other ordinary child, but He will be the Messiah. He'll be the Saviour of the world. And church, I want us to be reminded of this here this morning where our hearts are stirred in this place where we worship Jesus Christ, not just another governor, not just another kind of politician, not just a good guy, but He is the Saviour and the Messiah of the world. And we have a time to be able to worship Him in this way over the next few weeks. But today's story is actually centred a bit more around the shepherds. The shepherds. And the shepherds during these times, they weren't necessarily profound men. In fact, in terms of class systems, they're actually one of the lowest classed people that you're going to find. I mean, they looked after stinky old sheep, for goodness sake. Hey? They, 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 they weren't necessarily in a place where they're all that esteemed in society. But I love it how God will come and He'll come and use those who aren't necessarily the obvious choices at times. And He comes to people like shepherds, like you and I. And I mentioned beforehand, hey, if I was running the system like God is running the system, I wouldn't choose me. But God uses us just like He used the shepherds of the time. So why don't we open up our Bibles today if you've got, got that. Can I actually get this taken off? Um, Marcus, you want to grab this uh, for us? I'm going to read from Luke 2 verses 8. It says, that night there were shepherds staying in the, in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. Can, can you imagine this? Now remember, we're talking about a time where there would have been likely, it's the middle of the night. It's, uh, it's in December, which is sort of close to winter during these times. I looked at the average sort of temperature during the, during the time. It's probably less than five degrees in the middle of the night during this time. And it's probably pitch black. There's no light stands around. There's no torches that they use necessarily. They might have some, some sort of lighting system, but they would have been very much at all. And the way that the system would have worked would have been that they, they would have corralled all the sheep into an area and they would have had some form of gating system. But then what would happen is that the shepherds would literally, they would lie in the gap between where the, the, the fence posts would have been. And this is kind of the picture of when we hear about Jesus being the good shepherd, he lies in the gap. He feels in the middle. He's a protector. And so if these sheep want to come in or out, they have to go through the shepherd first. And what we have a situation right now is that it's pitch black and all of a sudden there's an encounter from an angel that takes place. And the Bible says that they were terrified. I'm not too sure about you, but I would have been terrified, I think, at the time as well. They would have thought, hey, we're just simple old shepherds right now. I wonder what's going on. Why would there be this angelic 
encounter that's taken place. Verse 10 says, but the angel reassured them, do not be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem. Now this words may mean so much contextually because the people of the time, they were desperate for a Saviour to be able to come into their world. They were under the Roman Empire, they were under Roman oppression. There was war, there was trouble, there was challenge of the time. And so when people were told, hey, there's going to be a Saviour to come to your world, they had a picture of someone that would become and be able to basically take over and fight against the Romans. So they were excited about the fact that when they was declared a Saviour's coming and they would have known of the, of the prophecies, they would have known of the words of Isaiah back in 700 years ago when they were just prophesied that there would be a child born who would become the Saviour of the world. And so when they've been told these words through an angel, it meant a lot for them during that time. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognise him by this sign and you will find a baby wrapped snugly. I love it, I love it that they use the word snugly. Like just like, oh, it's, it's comforting, it's nice. Um, in strips of cloth, lying in a manger. And suddenly, I love this, suddenly not just one angel was there, but suddenly a, a band of angels, a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God, saying, glory to God in the highest. I love it how he sang this morning. Come, let us adore him. What, is, what a song. Matt, Matt, Matt actually said, it's a banger of a song. I was like, yeah, it's a banger of a song. Come, let us adore him. Um, remind me of the other two lines in that song. He alone is worthy. What's the other one? And we give Him all the glory. Come on. This is why I don't lead worship, guys. Um, we said glory to God in the, in the highest of heavens and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. And I love the response of the shepherds during this time. This is when the angels had returned to heaven. And again, my mind goes, I wonder how they returned to heaven. Was it one by one? Did you, did you see them go off to heaven? It was like they, they vaporised in a second. I don't know. I'd love to know some of these details in, the, in, the, in the, um, how it all worked out. But when the angels had returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, and I pray this is where our, our churches cry as well. I love it how it says, let's go, Beth, let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. I love that let's go kind of attitude. That's like, let's go, guys. I wonder if we can be a church this Christmas time. That says, let's go. We've got the good news of Jesus. We've got the good tidings of Jesus coming into our world. We've got the Saviour, the Messiah to be able to preach and talk about. I wonder if we can be in a let's go kind of attitude. I love it how it's a collective. Not just a single individual, but it's like a let's go. Everyone's in it together. They had a word given to them and they had a response to it. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was a baby lying in the manger. And after seeing him, after seeing him, we see the story so far of the shepherds we see how they received a word. They encountered an angel. There was then a physical response. They left where they were and they went to where they were told to go. You know, in some ways, this is a picture of our world and our faith. Many of us will know and hear a word about Jesus. And maybe even here this morning, you're sitting in a place where, 
hey, I've, I've come here today because I've heard about Jesus. I've heard about His name. Maybe you've been to school and heard about it. Maybe you've got a friend that's invited you here today. Maybe you're in a place where you're a bit like the shepherds in their encounter with the angels. You hear about Jesus. Something in their life then caused them to leave where they were, make a decision and follow after what the angels had said. They get themselves to Bethlehem and then they encounter Jesus. They actually see Jesus. My prayer is that we'll be a church, that we'll be individuals, that we'll be families, that we'll be a community of believers that don't stop at just hearing about Jesus, but it will make you leave where you are and you'll find yourself walking towards and then encountering Jesus, seeing Jesus, actually having Jesus in your life. It says, after seeing Jesus, the shepherds told them, look, the response here, after seeing Jesus, the shepherds told everyone what had happened. There's a new voice, there's a new language that took place in the world and what the angel had said to them about this child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and threw, uh, thought about them often. I love the fact that she had this deep heart experience where she thought about it often. Now church, as we, like I said, have just a short introductory kind of message here this morning around the Christmas story, I'd love to be able to invite every single person, if Matt wants to come back up, I'd love to, be able to invite every single person today to consider whereabouts in the journey are you? Have you just heard about Jesus? Are you on your journey towards Jesus? Have you encountered Jesus? And my hope and my prayer is that this Christmas will be a Christmas where every single individual will find themselves encountering Jesus. It's good to hear about Jesus. It's good to be able to find your way journeying towards Jesus. But nothing replaces actually encountering Jesus. Well, part of Bayer's story beforehand that we heard. His dad was a pastor. He grew up in a bit of a Christian world. But then there was a moment where he had to encounter Jesus for himself. Maybe you've encountered Jesus, but a long time ago. Maybe you had an experience where you know He's there, you know He's real, but for whatever reason, there's been separation being caused. My prayer today is that every single person can come back to a place where they can encounter Jesus, encounter the good news, encounter the Gospel, encounter the Lord, Saviour and Messiah, Jesus Christ. Our North Star, our North direction that we always pursue after is that lives may be transformed by the power of the Gospel. I declare, as a 16-year-old, my life was completely transformed. Like Bayer, I was, I was raised in a Christian home. Went to a Christian school. Went to a Christian, played in a Christian soccer team. Went to a Christian church. I'm sure our cutlery we used was somehow blessed by some Christian that we had. We weren't allowed to listen to other music other than Christian music. <laughs> we had all these things. I knew about Jesus and I was on the journey to knowing Jesus. 
But until I was 16, I never had this encounter with Jesus that actually transformed my life from the inside out. I had a new language come out. I had an understanding of Christ's love for me, that the good Father, the great Father, that God Almighty had a plan set out for me. And He's got that same story for every single person here today. So I wonder, as we wrap up the service in just a moment, I wonder if you're on that journey too. I wonder just like the shepherds had to hear about Jesus, hear about the birth, hear about then the, 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 the course to be able to take. And they followed the star, of course. I wonder if they're on the journey just like you are. We hope you've been encouraged by this message. For more information about C3 New Hope and its locations, please visit our website at c3newhope.com.au.